welcome to another episode of Skincare and Scandals. I'm Nicole, and I'm joined by the lovely Alicia. And we're back today to talk to you. <laughs> we're back today to talk to you about all the things that you slather on your face and the scandals behind them. What about this podcast is um, Alicia just likes to press record, and I'm never ready. And I was in the middle of laughing, and I thought I could stop. And now you have all heard me. So um, welcome. Well, and we're also recording this in the evening, which is when we are our most unhinged. You know, any episode past eight, you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we are, let me say this. It's getting warm outside. We're happy. We are shedding our layers of clothing. Gross. Let me finish. Our limbs are becoming exposed and they're being kissed by the sun. And you know what that means. It's time. So strange. This is, this is off the rails. This is off the rails. I, you know, I don't know where you live and we know that we have listeners all over the country, all over the world, really. And we are so happy you all are here, but as you know, we are in Florida, we're in the sunshine state. So in March, our allergies flare up. It becomes like the worst place in the country to be if you are allergic to trees, grass, pollen, literally anything. But the sun is out. We have more hours of daylight and it start, it starts to get warm and we love it. So We do. And let me tell you something. I am a skincare aficionado and also a sun worshiper. And that's not always a great combination, but it can be done. It can be done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we've talked a lot about SPF and sun sun care on the show, but we want to come to you guys with some scandals today, a little bit of an older scandal and a very recent scandal and talk to you about all of the wild and wacky things that people are doing instead of just putting sunscreen on. People will do literally anything to get around putting on a sunscreen. (laughs) You know what's the craziest? You know what's the craziest way I've heard about people not putting on sunscreen? What? Drinking sunscreen. And that is our scandal. Yes, Yes. we're talking about drinkable sunscreen. Oh yeah. This time, unlike the whole other half of this podcast, I did not stutter. I am meaning (laughs) to say drinkable sunscreen is what we are talking about today. Oh yeah. So back in 2017, a lawsuit was filed by the Iowa attorney general's office. And I know you're thinking Iowa, eh, not really like the sun capital of the world, maybe, uh, but they did file a lawsuit against two companies and their owner uh, back in March of 2017. And the lawsuit claimed that a company called Osmosis LLC Another company called Harmonized Water LLC and the owner of those two companies, Benjamin Taylor Johnson, put Iowans at risk by falsely claiming that their water products, so an actual like drinkable water product could protect individuals against UV rays. And not only, (laughs) this is so crazy, not only could the water products protect you against UV rays, but it could also repel mosquitoes. (laughs) let me read you the description of drinkable sunscreen because honestly it's hysterical so this 
harmonized skincare, water, what have you, um, is formulated with a form of radio frequencies called scalar waves, which would ingested, wait for it, everyone, vibrate above the skin. Yes, you heard me. Vibrate above the skin to neutralize UVA and UVB rays, creating protection comparable to SPF 30. With all due respect, that is a crock of doo-doo. <laughs> I mean, look, these people are saying that by spraying this water in their mouth. I thought it was like a water bottle. Was it just well, a spray? from we we do have some pictures so there's still some pictures floating around out there of what these items actually looked like and it looks like a oh it is like a little spray bottle that you spray yeah, in your mouth it, it is it's a, it's a spray bottle mm-hmm. and that then, makes then, me not that i trusted it before but at least if we're drinking a whole bottle of water like you know i i can get behind that yeah i can't get behind that but it makes more sense but literally don't we just spray a little something in my mouth, like a breath mint. Absolutely not. Like a breath spray basically. Yeah. And then there also was an option. It appears there was another option that looks like a little dropper bottle. So there may have been some drops that you also could use. Now the sort of the interesting wrinkle about this particular doctor. So this guy, Dr. Johnson, he had a little bit of a scandalous past and Dr. Mm -hmm. Johnson had been in trouble with the law several years prior to this lawsuit coming out. So there was an article, sort of this like hard hitting article by Buzzfeed where all the hard hitting articles come from. And Johnson had surrendered his Colorado medical license after he was caught selling Viagra online without offering medical exams in 1999. And so I feel like that was kind of around the time period when you saw a lot of advertisements about Viagra and those types of drugs. And so I could see, I could see that, that kind of tracks for that, that time period, right? He's just entrepreneurial. Leave him alone. He's just using (laughs) that Windows 98, trying to, you know, solve people's problems. Windows 98. I love that. Oh man. So he then had a couple, well, in 2001 was actually when he surrendered his Colorado medical license. And that was after a couple of patients complained to the Colorado Medical Board regarding laser hair removal services. And essentially one had uh, suffered burns to their cheek and one had suffered or had developed an infection on his face. And so, yeah. So after the 1999 incident where he was reprimanded by the state board regarding the Viagra sales, then he ultimately surrendered his Colorado medical license, which sounds a little bit like that might have been i mean you give me your opinion but it sounds a little bit like the surrendering of the medical license might have been perhaps part of a settlement agreement do you think i would imagine a medical i license. wonder i wonder if he could surrender it without getting fined or having to do a lot mm. to fix it yeah because he still holds his medical license in california Right. Yeah. Which I mean, sunscreen that you spray in your mouth is something I think you would find it like Erewhon. Yeah. Anyone? Can anyone confirm or deny? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So kind of interesting, but yeah, he does remain a licensed medical practitioner in California, uh, or at least he did at the time that this particular lawsuit happened. And then 
as, as all good people who are part of lawsuits, but also tend to be rather controversial characters do, he gave an interview to BuzzFeed and he told BuzzFeed that in his opinion, the Iowa lawsuit doesn't really add up because he said that at the time of the lawsuit, they'd only sold roughly 35 bottles of the UV neutralizer in the five years that it had been for sale within Iowa. He said, we have no complaints, no reports of individuals being burned. So we don't understand why the attorney general thought it was important to spend the taxpayer's money. So he tried to kind of flip it around, of course, to being a, you know, he's just real worried about the taxpayers in Iowa. You know what? That's that's not the worst argument that I've heard. Like, it is only 35 bottles. Is yeah. it garbage? Yeah, but I see his point. Do I think he should have gotten away with it? No, but like, I do see his point. I think for all the bad arguments you can make, this is a really good bad argument because when you put it in framing other people's money, it always just, you're like, you know what? Thanks for looking out for my dollar dollar bills, y'all. Appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and he then went on to tell BuzzFeed, look, it would be ridiculous to think that we could convince people to keep buying this stuff across the country, wherever it's being sold, if it doesn't actually work. So according to Johnson, the Iowa lawsuit calling his products false and misleading and that they're making misleading statements was actually motivated by a personal agenda agenda and wasn't really based on any facts. Now, I will say that there was a, there was a study There was a study about, you know, the efficacy of this type of item back in the day. So in the news release from the Iowa attorney general, they were talking when they were kind of talking about this lawsuit, when it first kicked off, they cited to a 2014 study in San Diego, where there had been a study on the UV neutralizer product and two of the three subjects using this product burned after laying in the sun at midday for an hour. Another doctor who hosted the study and then co-authored the final report said that one subject quote burned like a crisp, which Mm. that's extremely unfortunate. So interestingly enough, Johnson, the owner of the product removed several test subjects after the study came out. So the removals dramatically improved the results and allowed the company to actually claim a more favorable two to one success rate. So some of the allegations are that he sort of tweaked the studies that talk about the efficacy of this product and how safe it is and that sort of thing that he's actually kind of manipulated the studies and that the study results aren't actually accurate based on what really happened. So Mm, give sketchy all around, (laughs) you know, and then there were also a couple claims that some of the individuals who were involved in the study had financial ties to the company. Some of the positive testimonials on the website for the products were actually people who uh, were given free products to then turn around and sell in their businesses. Yeah, it was probably only the 35 people. They probably right. gave out 35 bottles and these are the 35 customers. Because exactly. Who would buy this? I, I, it's just, it is just so strange. It's so strange to me. So ultimately the lawsuit kind of plays out in the 
uh, attorney general's office in Iowa. And ultimately a settlement was reached totaling $70,000. Now, one of the benefits of settling with a governmental entity, a lot of times is that the settlement amount and kind of the details of the settlement, what other things the parties might have to do in addition to paying money, oftentimes becomes public record. And so we find out the details of settlements a lot of times when attorneys general's offices initiate lawsuits against other companies. So we do have the benefit here. I know a lot of the lawsuits we talk about that settle or we assume settle, we don't have a lot of details on, but that's because this is a governmental entity. So under the terms of the settlement, osmosis was not required to admit any wrongdoing, but the owner, that being Benjamin Johnson, did speak to a couple of news outlets and told them that the company would be modifying some of the marketing for the product. So again, you know, the attorneys for the attorney general off attorney general's office in Iowa are holding firm that it's dangerous to consumers to make them think without any proof that water products, just spraying something in your mouth can keep you from cancer causing exposure to the sun. The attorney general's office is holding firm to their position that there's no proof that this mouth spray, because think about it, if that's all it was, there would be, I mean, banana boat, Coppertone, Neutrogena, all these companies would be pumping out mouth sprays Instead, oh, yeah. of, instead of sunscreen. So if they're, it's not like this guy is some sort of like sun wizard <laughs> that he's, he's discovered this sort of like secret product that nobody else knows about. I mean, if it worked, if it was real, if it was legit, everybody would be making it for sure. It would be like, a, it would be a daily routine. If yes. It really was like, people would just keep this by their bedside. You squirt it in the morning and you're protected for the day. Right. Exactly. So, you know, as we always say, be an informed consumer. And if you come across the Osmosis Skincare and Harmonized Water and it's potentially drinkable sunscreen, think about it and do your own research. You know what else people should think about? What? Squirting things up their nose. <laughs> they should. So one of, as we know, one of the best ways to get a tan without getting burned is a fake tan. We right. love it. St. Tropez, Tanology, yes. your local sunscreen, not sunscreen, spray tan booth. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. there's options. What I'm not allowing you to have as an option, Skincare and Scandals listeners, is permatan. Yeah, This has been all over social media, all over my Instagram, all over my TikTok. It is a nasal spray that you squirt in your nose that increases melanin production. And let me tell you what, one, one bottle is $67. Good grief. Two, this is a terrible idea. Yeah. Nasal tanning sprays have been on the market for some years now, but this permatan has been everywhere. And so the way that they claim that this spray works is that it helps your body make melanin, which is the natural pigment that we have in our skin that makes us whatever shade of brown that we are. So it makes melanin and produce, provides a natural tan by converting the amino acid triosine via the enzyme triosinate. What? Excuse me? No. No, no, no. No, no, no. 
So these are synthetic ingredients that replicate melanin and they stimulate that hormone. The way reason that you put it in through your nose is because you don't really have a barrier in your nose. You have something called mucosa, which is, you know, where you get mucus, ew, whatever. But anything that you squirt in your nose gets yeah. in your bloodstream quicker. So before you start buying this stuff, there's a lot of side effects. It will bring you acne, gastrointestinal issues, including diarrhea and vomiting, nausea, facial flushing, and for the men that want to be tan, it can bring you spontaneous erections. And that doesn't seem like much fun. <laughs> well, so from what I understand about this, this synthetic ingredient that stimulates the melanin is called melanotan. Yes. Right. Okay. So melanotan made in a lab, but it replicates hormones that already exist in your body. And let me tell you something, that sentence alone should freak you out. You do not need to be messing around with synthetic ingredients that replicate hormones in your body. That is so bad. That is so bad. Like that alone should be enough to be like, no, uh-uh. We talk about so many things on here where products are disrupting our hormones and things as women. Do not do this. Just put some foam on yourself. Yeah. Rub it in or just be pale. What's wrong with being pale? So this melanotan, it can cause a sudden increase in moles and freckles on your body. And it's associated with melanoma. So best case scenario, putting yourself at risk for more things that your dermatologist is going to have to check and potentially can form weird spots on your body that can become skin cancer. Worst case scenario, it straight up gives you melanoma, which is a skin cancer. Or I don't know, it causes you to have some sort of hormone disruption and you have some sort of endocrine system problem going forward. I mean, we're looking at other serious health risks here. It has renal infarction. Yes. So it um, reduces blood flow to your kidneys or worse, you can have another condition, which I can't pronounce, um, in which your cells and your muscles start to disintegrate. So you can just be like a blob, but you'll be tan. And I don't think that's the vibe. I mean, just go buy some tanning drops. <laughs> like it's so, I mean, uh, it's so shocking, you know, and then of course, because it's not regulated by the FDA, you really have no idea what you're inhaling. So no. you, yeah, whatever the package says that's on there, but I mean, are you doing some independent scientific testing before you put it in your nose? Absolutely not. Well, one of the studies said that the amount of this melanotan or permatan has been branded so many times and the vials range from 4.32 and 8.84 milligrams, even though the bottle said 10 milligrams. So you really have no mm. idea what you're squirting up your nose. Yeah. I mean, and it goes like straight into your bloodstream from your yeah. nose. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why people snort <laughs> various snort drugs yeah. because it goes straight into your bloodstream. So uh, obviously not, neither one of these are good, but I mean, sun exposure coming to your skin versus snorting something up your nose. Obviously there aren't studies really like long-term decades long studies of something like this melanotan and, and these types of nasal tanning sprays, but it one day there will be, 
And it will be very interesting to find out um, how quickly people developed melanomas from using products like this versus just exposure to the sun. And I'm going to, I'm going to put a prediction out into the world and say that it was a rapid progression of melanoma through, through using a product like this versus sun exposure. I mean, I, I, I can't see how it doesn't. It disturbs me that this is on the market. Yes, it does. I mean, this and like, is- I get it. Like self-tanning can be a pain in the butt, but don't do this to yourself. Like it's really, it's really not worth it. It's almost scary in my opinion. Well, and like we've talked about, you know, the, the FDA and, you know, some of these other governmental agencies, they're really slow to crack down on stuff like this. As we've seen, I don't understand why this sort of thing has not been pushed to, to come off the market. I'm, I'm I would rather spray the sunscreen in my mouth than spray it up my nose. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's true. If I had to pick one of the two, I would rather try the drinkable sunscreen. Where is the Iowa attorney general? That's who we need to do. That's who we need. Iowa attorney general. We need the Iowa attorney general to come save us from all of these TikTok crazies from spraying this. Yes. tan up their nose. This product has 182 reviews, which is a lot more than the 35 people who sprayed the sunscreen in their mouth. So this is egregious for y'all and y'all need to step on it get on it. So this article I'm reading on Healthline says that people are doing injections too. No, there's heating injections. Can we stop doing unnecessary injections, please? Can we just not? So along the line, so I, one of the, one of the articles that we're pulling some information from is from Healthline and Healthline is talking about the nasal sprays. But then they also said that people are actually doing tanning injections. From what I understand, there's two different substances, melanotan one and melanotan two, but ultimately they work very similarly by replicating this hormone in your body. And so the hormone binds to the melanocortin receptors and then stimulates the production of melanin in your skin cells. So Like Nicole said, with the nasal sprays, the more melanin your skin cells produce, the darker your skin appears. Now for the melanin injections, the melanotan one lasts longer in your body than two does before being broken down by enzymes. And so the melanotan one is known as, and I'm probably don't come for me doctors. If you're listening, aphamelanotide, it's sold under the brand name Seness. And it's used to prevent phototoxicity in people with a condition called, oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> you say it, then I'll say it'll be a game. Erythropietic, erythropietic protoporphyria. <laughs> erythropoietic protoporphyria. That's, that's pretty close. I think we we're pretty I, close. I just said it quicker with more confidence, exactly <laughs> copying what you said and changed the syllable. Um, but this is a medical product and yes. it is for people who like go out in the sun and cannot handle it. Right. And so like for them, this is increasing the melanin in their skin so they can physically go outside. Yes. These are people who like have a rare genetic disorder who cannot leave their home. Like it's yes. a, it's a, it's a real 
it's a medicine for those people. Look, let's not make this the new Ozempic. Let's no. not. No, no, like, stop. No unnecessary <laughs> drugs. We're done. Stop We're putting done. things in your body. Just let oh, it go. Oh, man. So this, so we're talking about injections now. And so the information regarding the injections say that the melanotan two actually binds with a wider range of receptors than melanotan one. And so it has a shorter life in your body. However, it can cross the blood brain barrier, which is always (laughs) fun. And it can cause side effects like appetite loss, sexual dysfunction, and fatigue. Melanotan 2 is not currently used to treat any medical conditions. So Melanotan 1, the one tiny medical condition for the very small group of people, Melanotan 2, no medical purpose. So stop it. Again, very unregulated. These injections are very unregulated. They're sold illegally online. Online retailers, you know, they're not beholden to anybody mislabeled contains impurities, all the issues that we were seeing with the nasal sprays you've also got with the injections. Hmm. And, you know, like Nicole mentioned again, tons of side effects besides the ones that we've mentioned, you've got nausea, drowsiness, vomiting. Another person experienced uh, this, this one guy who's mentioned here, who he was one of the researchers actually who injected himself with this melanotan too, and wanted to know what would happen. Uh, he experienced an eight hour erection. Cool. So that's not, that's not cool. That's, um, so you, you can, know, you can lose your member over that. Yeah. When we're talking about the, the crossing of the blood brain barrier they're they're saying that it caught, co- it was caused by excessive blood flow. So I mean, y'all, this man at a four week follow-up, he still had not recovered erectile function. The risks of this stuff, the increased risk of giving yourself skin cancer from the inside out, the day long erections that these people are having, like the problems, I just don't understand Guys, the problems just wear sunscreen. Like this is so not worth it. It's, so it's, not it's worth really it. not. I just don't understand. Uh yeah. Yep. I think that's all we have to say on that. Yeah. I mean, I just I I would like to think that our listeners are informed consumers and they are reading things. I mean, they're obviously listening to us for a reason. And it I'm sure it's because of our sparkling personality. A hundred percent. But it's also probably to learn a little bit more about the crazy stuff that's out there. So you know what? If you just hate the sunscreen that you're using and you would prefer some sort of different method, I would hope that you guys would reach out to us first and let us maybe suggest something else before you go straight to mouth spray or injections. Yeah. There's so many sunscreens on the market. Like so many. I promise there is one out there for you. Yeah. Every lid has a no. Every pot has a lid. <laughs> every pot <laughs> has a sunscreen that works. That's right. For I promise you. I That's right. have you that I love. I have ones that I like absolutely loathe. But yeah, there's there's better ways. Yeah. There there's there are ways. a lot better ways. So don't let this be you. If you are looking for something quick, like Nicole and I said. Um, 
honestly, if you if you do this to yourself, unfollow us, unsubscribe. So, <laughs> yeah. we're, done. we're done. You're we're gone. Done. We have tried our best. If you cannot take our advice, you gotta go. You gotta go. No. If you are looking for something quick, don't even think about a tanning bed. Again, unfollow us if you're going to a tanning bed. Just don't go stop. Or let this or let this be your wake up call. Like if you listen to this podcast and you're like, wow, I should never do that again. Let me listen. Stay around. If you're like, no, I'm going to keep using my tanning bed. You got to go. Yeah. Bye. I I do want to do a quick plug in here for some of our favorite sunless tanner products. So Nicole, what is what is your go to sunless tanner? My go-to is, well, actually, let me, let me go back. If I hadn't used a sulfate tanner, mine would be St. Tropez. I've had it for years. I have an olive complexion. I know people say St. Tropez runs a little green, but that personally works for me in my olive undertone and it doesn't look green on me. So I'm fine with it. However, I have just decided not to care. Honestly, I've decided not to care. I do naturally tan. Um, so when I do go outside, I will get a tan. Um, so I'm fortunate in that sense, but I have just decided not to care as much about being tan and I've just focused more on protecting my skin. Yep. I love Isle of Paradise self-tanning drops. You can get them from Sephora. I mean, they're, they're sold a lot of different places, but they are, they have a very, very light scent. There are three different levels of uh, color that you can add. So I get the light. Um, I'm fair complexion with blonde hair. So I stick with the light tanning drops, but you can layer them. You can add them. And all you do is you add them to your favorite moisturizer. I I tend to stick with the pretty simple traditional moisturizers, like a good solid CeraVe. And I add that and you know, it, it works for about a week and it's very easy to reapply. So yeah, there are tons and tons of options out there, very easily accessible. It's no longer the concern about looking like a sour cream and cheddar potato chip. (laughs) You will not look like that anymore. (laughs) Now I just really want a sour cream and cheddar potato chip. (laughs) There are, there are some really great options and we know our favorite, uh, Kathleen Jennings, loves the tan lux drops. Yes. That's what I've she heard always promotes. Things about tan lux. I've heard mm-hmm. great things about tanologists. I think you can get that at Target. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's another good I mean, one. there's a lot of loving tan is one that I've seen that's really popular. There are a bunch of different self-tanners. Maybe this summer I'll try to find one that works for me because these legs are a little pale. They're very pale. Yeah. Yeah. There very. are there's so many on the market now that people are really, I think people are really going toward that more. Mm -hmm. And so I think that the bar has been raised by a lot of these companies wanting to give a more and more natural tan, Mm -hmm. um, making it much more accessible. I know uh, Isla Paradise has a ton of different types of products. They have a face mist that you put on at night, like you spritz your face in the evening. So yeah, there's, there's lots of options out there on the market. So speaking of things on the market, is it time to talk about all the things on the market in our skin queries segment? Yes, I love it. I'm so glad we're getting back to skin queries because we've had some pretty chock full episodes recently. And so we're really excited to put some information back out there. All right. So the first skin query we have, and it's one that we've actually gotten like two or three times. And it's what's the deal with all the eel maquillage makeup all over my Instagram? Is it any good? 
I actually don't know about that. I have not had this suggested to me at all. This was all over my Instagram a few years ago, and it's recently made like another resurgence. And so I have personally never used it, but I did do a deep dive into some reviews and I'll start with the premise of their marketing. So what they market is that you can get a bottle for free for 14 days and try it out. And if it doesn't work, you can send it back. That is partially false. So they actually hold the full amount of the foundation, which is $50. And then after those 14 days, they'll charge you. So it's not a free bottle. They are taking that money up front and just not charging your card, but they're holding it. So just be aware of that. And then I've read reviews and they are, they're not on the Il Mekiaj site. I went through like third parties, obviously, and they're, they're not good. Um, it says that the color matches off, that the packaging is not very good. Um, the glass bottles are really, really thick. And so you don't get a lot of product and the applicators aren't great. And that it's very, very heavy. So. Oh. That's what I have found online off the email, not on the actual website. It says that it has pretty good reviews, but I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't go for it. I think it's a little gimmicky personally. Um, yeah. And the fact that they one, hold your money and two, it doesn't seem like it's a very high quality product. It just seems like it's very thick and very heavy. And so I think that's why it looks so good on the internet. Yeah. Uh, like when they apply it. But everything I've seen doesn't look very good. So I'm going to tell you to take a pass on this. There's a <laughs> lot of affordable foundations. This is not the one. Yeah. Any thoughts on that, Alicia? No, I'm not... I'm not actually familiar with. They knew, they know better than to target you. They said yeah. we're not getting her. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I haven't been targeted. I mean, it would make sense that I would be. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't seen this stuff at all, which is so strange. And then people are also saying it's making them look older because the makeup doesn't really go in your skin. It kind of sits on top. Um, and that's, and I've seen that several times on the reviews. So like, let's stay away from that. We did have another skin query asking about the frownies line patches. Now, if you're not familiar with what the frownies are, they are patches that you can put on your face and they're supposed to help with your frown lines. So they're these just like stickers you put like on your forehead or, you know, between your eyebrows or whatever. Now I have not used these before, but Nicole, have you used these? I have not, but I did read several, several reviews. Yes. Now (laughs) one thing I love, you can buy them on Amazon. Amazon says that there are 130 years of tested results. Now that means I feel like Amazon got something wrong here. I mean, that has to be wrong because there's no way people have been using this since the 1800s. <laughs> oh, that's wrong. <laughs> okay, that's wrong. Um, but the the reviews are kind of all over the place. I mean, a lot of people are saying that there's a really strong glue smell. I mean, it's pretty consistent. People are saying there's a really strong glue smell. 
Some people are saying that it's, they're very, very sticky. They're very similar to Biore strips. When you take those off that they pull out like all your baby hairs. And some people are saying like, do the wrinkles look smooth when you take them off? Yes. But a lot of people say that by the end of the day with, you know, with using your facial expressions a lot, that the wrinkles have come back, either your forehead lines or your 11s between your eyebrows. So I have actually found a very comprehensive review on these patches on okay. Reddit. And I honestly, like I jive with this. Okay. So subscribe. Much. So this person has been using frownies for eight months consistently in order to treat a targeted problem, which is their 11s. And so, and I, I think this works this way. They use these frownies between their eyebrows and the top of their forehead because they scrunch their face in their sleep. So they're a scrunchy sleeper. Oh, interesting. And (laughs) so, so I think if you are a person who like moves around a lot in your sleep, or if like your face is being scrunched up by your pillow, or you're just a rough sleeper, that yes, this could probably work to some regard. Um, So they said they've used retinol and moisturizer and that's all well and good, but it's not caught. It's not stopping their muscles from contracting. And the ways we get wrinkles is by muscles contracting over and over and over. I mean, it does seem like people are seeing some benefits, but it's very, very, very superficial. Mm -hmm. And then I saw another review, which I think is why people see the frownies in the morning and then it goes at night. So when you have something on your skin like that, it's occlusive, which means that moisture can knock it out. It's like when you slug your forehead, when you do like slugging or anything like that, you're basically like clean wrapping your face. And so the moisture has nowhere to go except to temporarily puff up that skin around. And that's going to eliminate your wrinkle. That's why we were always telling y'all to moisturize because a moisturized face is going to help kind of smooth out those wrinkles by bringing in moisture into those lines. And so I think that is why people see these immediate results in the morning, but they kind of dissipate throughout the day. Yeah. So I would say if you have a situational frowning situation, like you're a scrunchy sleeper or something, or you just want something for like an event to kind of puff up your skin that night before, I think they're a good try. Do I think they're going to replicate Botox? No, I don't. Yeah. You know, I'm looking here on on Amazon and the price for a set of these patches, I mean, which are, which it looks like a lot of them, it's $24. So, you know, I mean, you could get a lot of use out of this stuff. Like Nicole said, I mean, it's not going to offer any sort of long-term change. I mean, if you are aging and you have lines on your forehead, these patches are not going to make these things disappear for like the rest of your life. Like that's not going to happen. I mean, can you see some sort of short-term benefit from them? Probably, but it's not going to be the final solution. And I think, you know, you can get better actual long-term benefits by combining a face routine with like vitamin C's, retinols, niacinamides, lots of, lots of good moisturizers, you can get more of a benefit from that. I mean, this is my personal opinion. You're going to get more of a benefit from that than from using these face stickers. Now, there are some some reviews that say that combining a retinol with this, that people feel like they've 
seen some good results. I'd say if you're curious, try it. It's a really low risk yeah. to try. The price point is fine to try. Yeah. Try it out, but don't expect it to be a solution to a line that already exists. Right. And I will say, you know, the Pacifica reusable eye patches that we both own now, um, Pacifica also makes a frown lines patch as well. So you can always get one of those, uh, some, and I know there are other brands that also make these kinds of things, but there are reusable patches out there that are a little bit softer and more gentle on your skin that you can use in conjunction with your, either your morning or your evening routine and possibly get similar type results from that as well. So there's lots of other options out on the market that might not be a painful glue sticker. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right. I think that wraps us up. Thank you so much for sharing those questions with us. We love getting questions from you guys. It helps us know what's on your mind and we can formulate our episodes accordingly. Yeah. And don't forget to wear your sunscreen. Yes. <laughs> sunscreen or unfollow. Episode title. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Get your skincare fix throughout the week by following us on social media at Instagram, Facebook, and the occasional TikTok at Skincare and Scandals. Send us an email or a DM, and we just might answer your question on our next episode. Our contact info is in the show notes for each show.